0: Refreshing, delicious, and packed with the good stuff—it's the juice with Louise Wilkinson on Newcastle Live Radio. Well, it's Wednesday, the twenty-seventh of April, and it May is just around the corner, as Justin Blake would say. It's going to be May. Uh, <laughs> can you believe that, Mel Burgess? I, I actually—I've got pages stuck together. I
1: think Louise. I think,
0: I think so. I think there's something going on. We're in a weird time vortex or something because how is it nearly May? I just don't understand. Now, today we're talking about something that uh, is a bit of a contentious issue, I guess. And it would seem to me that, you know, we have the baby and, you know, we're, the baby's about four months old and we're doing the whole putting them on the mat and going, on four months old today, i five months old today. And very, very quickly – People start to ask, "Oh, so when are you having your next one?" Mm. Mm. So today we're going to talk about the age gaps between our children.
1: It's it's an important um, consideration for how we cater to that. No matter what um, age gaps we've got, there's some things that can help run with yeah. kids that are close together, kids that are really well spaced, and yeah, let's let's talk that through so that parents have got the chance to, yeah, reflect on what they're doing that's that's working yeah. and pick up some tips for, um, yeah, making life easier. We need more flow. We do <laughs> need more
0: flow. And you <laughs> are, you are all about, like, creating that flow and, and getting rid of those, um, let's call them friction points. So, mm. you know, I mean, obviously uh, pregnancy is, is like falling off a log for some people it's not like falling off a log for other people and but there's certainly I guess the conversation usually comes up you know after marriage or whatever it is you know How many kids do you want? When do you want them? Uh, How is this going to look for our family? So what are some of the considerations and I guess the pros and cons of having kids close together versus far apart? There's so much to delve into. So let's just sort of start with, um, you know, what is, I guess, is there an optimal time to space between kids?
1: Well, that's, you know, we would love that, wouldn't we? And we would love... Um, both to know what that is except that it's different because people's situations are so mm-hmm. unique that the sorts of things that families are going through at particular times kids are born influence you know how much um, bandwidth they've got to to meet the children and their own needs yes um, what's what's one key thing is to if we start at the very beginning how many kids do we want it's a bit like um, it's a bit like buying a house is a weird analogy. Yeah. You, can, <laughs> you can you you can can have given more thought to a dress, you know, that you're considering buying <laughs> than, than a house purchase. You only get to see the house sometimes twice before you have to lock in. Yes. And, and the analogy that I'm going to with kids is that sometimes we just enter parenthood going, well, I just always thought I'd have two or I've always thought I'd have three. And then you've got a partner that's bringing their own um, – you know, life experience, what they thought, but sometimes there's not even a a long reflection taken on like for what reason, mm. for what purpose, and just because we can have them, do we have them? Um, do we go all out and try really hard for them? Like, what's what meaning are we giving to how many we have? And it, do, you, do you see what I mean? Louise, that it's yeah. it's sometimes just a it's just an assumption that, um, yeah, we were one of three, and we'd like our kids to have two friends. But you can't you, you can't guarantee they'll come along, or that they'll even be close in yeah yeah well, relationship yeah. or age yeah. yeah.
0: And you know, looking at my own family situation. Uh, I am thirteen years younger than my brother, so there Ooh. are there are actually pictures of my brother having a house party um a, as an eighteen year old and you know with a beer on on um, in one hand and me in the other um, yeah. you know yeah. <laughs> and so the difference there is like for example uh my brother was finishing year twelve as I was starting kindergarten, so that's like a huge
1: age gap. That's two families within the one family, isn't well, it? it two, is. two of,
0: sets of, yeah.
1: Um yeah, children. Yeah. Yeah,
0: absolutely. So he's sort of like uh, you know a, another pseudo parent, I suppose, uh, not, yep. not so much as we've got older. Um, we're sort of more siblings now than I think we ever were. But, you know, he was, <laughs> you know, he was, God love him. I mean, what a legend. He was 16 years old playing hide and seek with his three-year-old sister. And, um, yeah. you know, so there's that age gap. But when he had his kids, he had his first daughter and then 10 months later they had their second
1: and oh, they, wow. What they, a two yeah, ends of
0: the spectrum. Absolutely. And they are so yep. close together in age but so different in personality. So you can't yes. always sort of um, bank on the fact that they're going to be, you know, close buddies, I guess, because they've grown up so close together. It's re- it's a really interesting dynamic. And Yeah, um, yeah. yeah and what
1: did you like about him being so much older than you?
0: Oh look! I mean, I just thought I idolized my brother, and mm. yeah, at four years old, I thought that Kiss was the best band in the world
1: because uh, yeah,
0: he, he was yes. he was going to the Kiss concert in Sydney. I remember, and I cried for two days because I wasn't allowed to go.
1: Ah, uh, <laughs> that's really and so, and it just gave you such a you know a broad um, yeah view of, a broader view of the world because you were. You were growing up in two eras at once. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, you know, and so there, there running were, with the positives.
0: Yeah, there were there were a lot of advantages. I mean, the negatives, obviously, being that um, you know he was sort of at a different stage of his life um, when I was sort of you know going through my preteen and all that sort of stuff. Um, but mm. a really cool thing was that I was an auntie when I was thirteen.
1: Oh yeah. Secret. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> and um and yeah, and I, I love that role. I loved being Auntie yeah. Louise at thirteen. I thought that was so cool. Um, you know, but um and still I'm so close to my nieces now, but um because we sort of grew up together, it was sort of a weird, yeah, a weird thing. And um, you know, and then going to my um my mother and her sister are actually twenty years apart. Oh Yes, 20 years apart. Um, and so my brother and my auntie are only three years apart.
1: Oh, wow. And mm. we've got <laughs> so much more of that in the older yes. days, didn't we? I mean, these days we tend to be like we might be at uni, starting work life, establishing some maternity leave before we start families. And then there's that crank out period yes. where I've noticed in my generation, everyone's siblings were three years. Yes. Like, uh, space and it's two now or less. Yes. Um, and so there's, yeah, there's just a, a difference. And the village that kids have tends to be much more focused on the other kids around them being of the same age. We've even, in our childcare settings moved, my kids were able to be in a family grouping um, room. So they were in the same mm. um in the same room, whereas now they, even at that facility, have moved it to all the four-year-olds together and all the three-year-olds together. And, yes, yeah, um, and, and the they, have, so, they have
0: different rooms and they graduate to a different room, yeah. And,
1: and what I've been noticing is that parents um, are getting really um, rigid and stuck in the thinking that they need um, their kids to socialise with kids of exactly the same age yes. um, and that they will learn bad habits from Older kids, or that they won't be um, stimulated or challenged enough by being with the younger kids, which um, you know is its own concern. But there's so many advantages to um, there being kids moving in tribes of multi-aged, um, you know, like in the playing in the, the street, they the way they did in yes, you know, like they sometimes doing cul-de-sacs now, but is less less so.
0: Exactly um, right. You know what? There's why, so much yeah. goodness
1: in that. Yeah,
0: there really is, and and it's, it goes back to how we were actually how our societies used to function. As you say, tribal. The elders help the younger people. Um, yes. They passed on their wisdom. Um, the the younger people learnt from the from the older people. There is so many advantages to mixing those ages up. Um, and you're right. We kind of, as parents now, I guess orchestra, Straight, um, who our children interact with, I guess a bit.
1: Yeah, and we, we like we we do random things around that. So, I've I've been in the company of lots of parents personally or heard stories through my work where they're worried that they're going on, say, a camping trip, or even you know to catch up at Blackbutt with some other families, and one child will get to bring the iPad because there won't be anyone their age to play with. Yeah. which is like totally a, um, like a new phenomenon, right? Because yeah. we, we used to just assume that, yeah, the kids would cross-pollinate and we we increasingly have trouble seeing our kids uncomfortable mm. um, lately and yes. um, we can overdo the reassurance of that or, you know, letting them know they can stay home because there won't be anyone for them. Um, yes, and the more of that we do, the less skilled they are in, um, yeah, hanging across the age
0: groups. 100% right. That is an absolute truth bomb right there, Mel. We might take a break and when we come back we'll talk about uh, close together and far apart and the disadvantages and advantages to both. Mel Burgess from Love Parenting joins us for Raising Wildlings on the Juice.